Hello and welcome to the TT Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk to one person from the world of the TT racers to discuss their lives, their journeys, their ambitions and their relationship with the greatest motorsporting event in the world. I'm Chris Pritchard and with me, Steve Plater. Steve, how are we doing? Pretty good. Yep, looking forward to it all. Excited really to listen to this man. Hey, we, hey, as well, we're so close to the TT as well. I can smell the fumes. <laughs> we're that close. But yeah, it's going to be interesting because this man has lived and breathed the TT for for a long time, obviously visiting there as a kid. He, he must have seen his dad growing up. And Yeah, for many moons, obviously from good stock, even though it'd be three wheels. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he's got to say. Before we get home, do you think he's capable of taking the senior TT victory this year? I would say yes. Yeah, me too. Mm. Let's get him on. Dean Harrison. Our guest for today's episode of the TT Podcast is reigning senior TT champion Dean Harrison. He made his debut at the TT back in 2011, straight into the toughest bike race in the world on a bike he bought for four and a half grand and just a few years after he'd started racing. What's come since then are three TT race wins and 16 podiums. And alongside rival Peter Hickman, he's taken the sport of road racing to new heights, lapping at the TT at speeds unimaginable just a few years ago. How has he done it? And what makes him so fast? Well, I think it's a Yorkshire in him, but we're going to find out now. Dean Harrison, welcome to the podcast. You all right? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Good. What makes you so fast? Mate, if I had the answer to that, I'd be able to share it. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got a clue to it. I don't know. Team, to be fair. Would you share share it? Uh, Yeah, I would when I I was Steve's age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you've done. You don't want to share it now. So the first question we we ask the, uh, the riders when they come on this podcast is, we want to take you back to the start line. You've just rolled through the uh, the little gantry. You've rolled up. You've got that hand clasped on your uh, on your shoulder. You're waiting for that flag to drop. You're waiting for that tap on the shoulder. What's going through your mind at that moment? Uh, I mean, you know, my, my my mind almost changes. You know, like uh, on the start line, you have the uh, you have the like rider only point barriers. Mm-hmm. Where there's only the rider past. Sort of when you when you be this side of it, you're almost really nervous. Once I go past the point of where it's rider only and the guy does put the hand on shoulder, you're almost becoming like a. I almost get fixated on the top of Braille. Yeah. And just focus on that ahead and think, just almost think what I need to do and what are they, a bit of a plan idea and everything's about me, bike and checking. I always feel my brake leave, make sure it's fine, and just little things like that and get ready to go, really. So you're already into race mode then? Yeah, it- once you go past the like the uh, rider only point, you almost know now that you're past the point of no return. Yeah, I was watching the, <laughs> um, I was watching the race, the senior race 2019, and you almost get that, that sense that that is the case, that you roll up there and you're already bang, you're ready to do the job. Whereas a lot of people have come in and said, until I get that tap on that shoulder, until that clutch is released, I'm nervous as hell. Yeah, No, you are nervous, yeah, definitely. And then once you do get the tap on the shoulder and you set off and you, your nerves are gone, then it's just a matter of... It's almost... you get It's, full of, it's fun, isn't it? You enjoy yourself. It's You're almost buzzing, almost. Once you set off and you get to top of Braille, you just get the head down and aim for the bottom. Well, you wouldn't be there doing it if it wasn't fun, right? No, no yeah, exactly. It's too dangerous not to be fun. Yeah. That's what I always say. So what's your first target? Obviously, your first thought from leaving the line. What What's your first kind of concentration point? Get tucked in. Tuck in, head down, and then just keep gears out, smooth as you can, and crack on. And you're straight up to speed? Yeah, straight Bang. up to speed, yeah. So I'm thinking about Quarter Bridge. Yeah? Yep. See, my, my worst part of the course was Bray Hill. What? So all I was thinking was, oh, flipping it, we've got to try and get down Believe there fast now and look good. 
Really? Oh, I mean, on a 600, that if coming from Governor's Bridge down Braille is one of the best things ever. <laughs> because I, I probably was a watch there as a kid, and that is like, when everyone says now, if you're going to go to the island for the first time, where do you want to go watch? First time, go to Braille. Straight off the boat, five minutes up the road, blows your mind. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely blows your mind. And it, it, that's just stuck in my head. So I can almost envisage... I know because I know what it's like to watch. I can envisage the both sides of the fence, yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. And as as a kid, you'd sort of bury yourself and head somewhere and you could hear the bike coming out of Governor's Bridge and shut off in the way and you just hear it singing the whole way down. And there's no better thing than actually riding it because the 600, you don't need to let go of the throttle from Governor's Bridge all the way till you get to your breaking point at uh, Quarterbridge. What, it's, flat, that, it's that, flat out? Yeah. yeah. On a 600, you don't need to shut the throttle, yeah. Superbike's the same, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's only a little tiny, maybe a roll yeah. at the top just to load the front to get to turn and then you're back on again. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that answers a few questions, in all fairness, because obviously you're fastest on the first two splits. You're always quick off the mark, and you were, whereas other riders, you know, they'll they'll try and settle into the race and not even push really to get to Union Mills to make sure everything's warm. But yeah, no, I'm the same. You are. You've got to be steady, sort of, since you've got to Union Mills because the tyres aren't scrubbing. It's not like people say about riding styles and the, the way you attack things. It is different to short circuit because you, you, you don't you don't push the front as much. Like the front tyre almost looks polished. Whereas at short circuits, nothing like that. So you've just got to have that bit of, a bit of respect for the bike just to get the, everything up to temperature and things like that until you've got, like I said, out of Union Mills and uh, away you go. But I'm just a fan of Braille then, I suppose. <laughs> that's, that's blown my mind that you, you, will be, you will be flat out down there. I'm shutting off in car when I'm driving down. <laughs> I've seen you driving. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to, to that moment where you are a kid and you're sat at Bray Hill. What's taking you over there in the first place? I've been down Mandarin Cycles. Yeah. I've been there every year since ninety three. Yeah. So from one four. The only years I've missed is foot and mouth and COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Never so, apart from that I've always been every year to watch a bit of various places. So like you said, your dad raced the sidecars there. Yeah, still so, so races I, it. Yeah, it's still there again this year without Croft at the weekend in the first round of the British Championship, the F two, so he's still doing that and I've just sort of grown up around the sidecar paddock sort of and that's it, really it, really. And I'm just, when I'm in the Isle of Man, I'd always think, right, where am I going to go watch today? And you'd sort of get your push bike out, go somewhere, watch here, watch there, watch anywhere you could, really. Unbelievable. I'd jump in someone's car, where you going? I'm going to go here today, right? Let's get in the car, we'll go there. So you, you, you have, sorry, Chris, all right. you have dabbled at sidecars with your good mate Lee Johnson on yeah, the Yeah, no, we did have on, on, on raced, the chair. I've actually raced more than that. I did actually have my own sidecar. Uh, it's something I probably will. I will do. But really? I'm, yeah, but I'm not old enough yet. <laughs> all the sidecar lads are all like my dad's. I need your mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so I, I will do. I, I raced, uh, I've raced a few few times a sidecar. I passengered as well, so I've done it a little bit. But it doesn't it doesn't tickle your fancy to get get doing it now? You want to stick to the... You can't do everything. No, of course not. You've, you can't spread yourself too thin, and, and I'm still enjoying me. My big bike racing, uh, and I've always said, once I stop enjoying it, I won't do it. It's too dangerous to do if you're not enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm still reasonably competitive. I'll just keep going until I've sort of had enough, and then I'll probably get a stabiliser. Reasonably competitive. Reasonably competitive. Yeah, well, there's so many people out there that are fast now, as long as you're in... I don't get it, right? everyone wants to win. But I think going to the Isle of Man overconfidence almost not a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you need... You need to go to the Isle of Man in the mindset. You you, you do want to win, obviously, because everyone wants to win, don't they? But you, sure, do, yeah. you just need that. You need a bit of luck on the day. You need you need to be riding bike. The bike's got to be right. Your team's got to be right. There's there's so many little factors in there that that, that make everything the jigsaw puzzle almost yeah. come together. Because it's not just a race; it's an endurance race. Mm-hmm. You're riding by yourself. The bike's getting 
you can't describe how much hammer the bike gets over six laps going around that place. There's nowhere I can think. Well, can you think of anywhere? You obviously you're somebody the, yourself. You, you know what it's like it's just it's hard to explain. You look at the bike after you think stuff breaks that you'd never even think would break. Mm-hmm. And, so you just need that a bit of element to look on your side and concentrate on the podium. I think Cameron Cameron Donald once said a really good thing. He goes, "If you concentrate on the podium, the win will take care of itself." And everyone's like, "I don't yeah. get that," but I almost do get it in a yeah. way. <clears throat> Yeah. No, it's a good point, you know, and obviously, but I think from from that side as well, because because you're more relaxed, and that brings the best out in any rider. Yeah, well, you got to be relaxed. Do you know what? Right, when I get there, I just go, ah, oh, my holiday again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been that many times, right? I, I, I just I get there, and I'm always. I even go into the Southern Hundred. I like racing there as well, because obviously I, I did Irish National racing. I did road racing before I went short circuit racing. Mm-hmm. I didn't do short circuit racing until I rode for the team on we now. Last year was my first ever season of BSB. Apart from that, I'd just done a couple of rounds, going to do a road race around maybe. In a season, I might have done three or four max. Yeah. But that's since I rode for Silicon. When I went, oh, well, it was Silicon, it's now Dow. But uh, I wouldn't have even have done that before. I'd have just done a Scarborough, a Cookstown, or a, I'd have just done things like that. It's not sort of in the, since the last sort of year or two I've done a bit of short circuit racing. So so was it ever in your mind to go short circuit racing? T- tell us a story of, of how you got into racing. I never had any money. <laughs> My dad's a postman and my mum's a dinner lady. Yeah. What, what, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a car mechanic. Yeah. You, you go to, like, at the weekend, I wrote the bike, got wrote off, it's worth nearly half my house. <laughs> do you get what I mean? You get realistic of what you can what you, what you you can and can't afford. So, For so example, you... I bought a four and a half grand hour one off eBay and went to Isle of Man. So, so Don't get me wrong, I made sure it mechanically sound because I'm a mechanic myself, but yeah. what, what, what more? You can only, as I always say, you can only piss with the cock you've got. I mean, yeah, that's that's that is a that is an expression. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I just started from there, really. So you didn't start till you know you, you've not gone through the I school didn't start boys, racing motocrossing and eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. I started racing. I was, I, I was I, no, I didn't race motocross. Didn't race mini bikes. Didn't race. Did you want to go racing though? Was I'd love to go racing. It was always there. Yeah, of course you would. Yeah, I've been watching it since I was a kid. <clears throat> yeah, but it's the cost of doing it. Like even my dad. My dad didn't I barely do a lot of racing. He literally did a Scarborough, maybe a Cadwell, mm-hmm. and then he'd go to Isle of Man. Yeah. There'd be like three or four meetings a year, maybe. They want, we didn't, he didn't want doing British Championships here and this and that and, and everything and racing every weekend. It would literally maybe four or five times a year, go get your signature and that'd be about it. But when my old man raced, you didn't even need a signature. You could just turn up. <laughs> you know get your money and go. Yeah, you just turn up with your bike. Exactly, it was different. Everything, only in the last few years has it become quite difficult to get your licenses and things have become more scrutinized and is that because obviously the focus was on your dad comrade you know comrade racing and obviously being busy with the tt and everything else that there was obviously no spare money for you to go yeah, yeah, exactly. motocrossing yeah, yeah. or anything and yeah, just... no, i don't get me wrong i did have a motocross bike as a kid or a field bike but i didn't go to like proper motocross tracks and we go to a quarry up road yeah and just do you know what I mean? You just go yeah, to a yeah. quarry and have a, have a fresh round. I mean, my brother had an Honda 90 and you'd go to Woods and just do blood stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Who didn't have an Honda 90 back in the exactly. day? Exactly. I've still I mean? got one. So you just people just you you grow up different. Just that's the way life takes you. Yeah, mm. but but the road racing route that was be- again that was because of the the lack of funding. And, no, 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 no. The reason not. the road racing thing is because I've just grown up around road racing. All right. When you yeah, grow yeah. up around something, you just naturally see it, and you get to like fucking think, oh, I'd love to have a go at this, and you can you can only make happen with what money you've got available. Yeah. And then I just I went from there. Towards a lot of it, uh, my first TT mainly happened because of, uh, Ian Bell, mm-hmm. Ian, no, you know Ian Bell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
he obviously he really good friend of my dad's family friend. He's raced sidecars, my dad, for years and years and years. He won sponsored a lad in Superstock Six. I don't know the lads name. He kept smashing it up. Yeah, and he went, I'm sick of doing this now. So anyway, he rebuilt the bike, put it in the showroom, and uh, I went about going. I went about going to the TT and doing. Because I did Scarborough at the time, and Ian were a big fan of Scarborough. And he goes, Oh, right, can ride this at Scarborough if you want. Went, Oh, perfect. So I sort of rode that and I saw, Can I go do TT on it? And he went. Yeah, right. And so I had a super stock six that he'd sort of lent me, mm-hmm. and then the CBR six hundred I had, I sold and then bought a thousand, and I'd never even rode a thousand. I just I did Scarborough and went down Braille. That was my thousand CC career. Really? Yeah, I bought I had an R one. I had a two thousand seven R one. I didn't. I I bought it from. I can't remember where I bought it from. So I don't know where. It's not far from here. I don't think. Uh, I take. I did a Scarborough on it. Yeah, I went to Scarborough and then I followed Milky Quail around on a newcomer's lap. How was it? I thought it was great. Just rode around. You'd ride a bike to where you feel comfortable, don't you? I don't know. Yeah, but... I just ride my bike. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And what about your dad? Was he... Was he he was racing as well. He, he, he didn't try and stop you? He didn't say, come on, son, this is a bit dangerous? No, no, no. He said, my young man always says to me, I'll never tell you what to do. I can only advise you. Yeah? So I just shared my audio. I didn't even have a van. <laughs> I had nothing. I don't have, I didn't have a van. I, I used... I, I put my bikes in my granddad's van. He took them over. And I just shared my dad's on and my mum made tea. Brilliant. That's it. Talking to your granddad, your granddad used to race as well. Yeah, yeah, he stopped about what, about seventy two, I think he stopped me. He's a psychiatrist. Yeah, psychiatrist. Same me dad, psychiatrist. Yeah, psychiatrist. Both did psychiatrist. Yeah. All right, so you got to keep the fam- family tradition. I'll going. I'll have to keep going at some point. Yeah, my yeah. brother's race as well. My brother did the TT and the Manx and things like that. Uh, he's just but he's stopped now though. To be fair, he's four years older <clears> than me though. Is my brother? So Dean, is there any pressure from home? You know, of course, it's a massive racing family. Dad's on the sidecar, you're on the solos. What about mum? It must be tough for her to deal with all those nerves. Yeah, I feel sorry for my mum, to be honest. Yeah, she does uh, She does get a bit, especially when they're all three of us. Obviously, at TT before, there's been me, my brother and my dad all racing the same the same week, and me and brother have been in the same race, where my brother's sort of, he's took a back step now, so that's one of us down. Uh, and there's, uh, me and my dad still going, no, I do feel for her a bit. She just doesn't say a lot, to be fair. She needs to get you, a bike. You can see it in her face, though. She needs to get a bike and get doing it, and then yeah. she'll probably just calm down a she little bit. She has passengers with my dad at the TT for a lap, like Actually, you do, did you? Yeah, how she did, has, how yeah. did she find it? Yeah, she loved it. She was really good, to be fair. She's done their sprints with him before and things like that, so yeah. Does that make it worse, though, knowing what the you, you guys are going through I, or I, not? I don't know. I, just, I don't know, really. Like, even I, I don't like watching me old man. I, what I tend to do is I look at the time he's been out on track and I almost feel like I can envisage whereabouts he is on track with the time that's taken. Yeah, yeah. Have you passenger comrade? Yeah. You have, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I've passed him with dad before, yeah. So, so so when you're watching him, what are your nerves like? Are you more nervous watching him than you are racing yourself? Oh, are you? Do you get nervous for him? Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, yeah, of course you get nervous, yeah. But like I say, I always try and think whereabouts he'll be on the track with the amount of time he's being gone. Yeah. yeah. Quite a few times, you know, you both had podiums at the TT the same year. Does yeah, well, it become a competition? Yeah, well, we, we both, well, I think we were the first ever family to win the TT in the same year. Because in 2014, I won and my dad won the, the same week. Uh, which were nice, really. He just says to me, I won before you. I says, yeah, but it took you 25 years. Do <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? But no, it was good fun, yeah. So you were only 22 when you had your first TT? Yeah, yeah, 22. Yeah. So so talk about your first TT experience, your first races. How was it? Uh, honestly, overwhelming. Yeah? Like, yeah, I couldn't... The 600, let's say, because it were a, it won, it were quite a modernish bike, like the newest bike I'd ever ridden, it just never missed a beat. The Ian Bell bike was just absolutely spot on. I rode around for two weeks on it, sunshine, and absolutely loved it. The R1 gearbox went on that, but again, I didn't really know a lot about it. I was 123 on it, I think, my first time there. Uh, 
and I'd never ridden a thousand before really. I just had a road around Scarborough on it, so it went all right. Uh, I did just short 120 on my 600, a stock six, first time there uh, in 2011. It'd be, and I think I finished 10 for 11 for the Super Sport race on it, so it went it went all right. You don't appear to be a competitive guy, even though clearly you are because you're winning senior TT races. It doesn't seem that you would have gone with the intention of going there to 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 race and win. It looks like you just wanted to go there and have fun. I did. That was I, it. I didn't. I didn't. Well, I'd, I'd done. Seasons of Irish national racing and bodged about with that as you do and did the... Did I do the Southern before I went? I can't remember if I did the Southern. I'd never even done the North West or the Ulster Grand Prix before going to the Isle of Man. I just yeah. turned up at the Isle of Man. Because a, a lot of people go to the Isle of Man, especially as newcomers, and they're like, I want to be the fastest newcomer, I want to do this, I want to do that, but... No, there were only Simon Andrews. He was a little bit quicker than me uh, the first time then. He rode, I think he rode for Paul Shrewsbury for Ice Valley the first time he went. And he was the only newcomer that were a little bit quicker than me. Uh, and then the following year after that, after my first year, I actually rode for Ice Valley because mm-hmm. Paul Schuster says, "Oh, because I, I did all right." Well, obviously, results I did as a newcomer. So you need a new bike. So he sort of uh, he lent me a brand new BM, uh, and then I did my first Northwest with him. But I never even uh, never rode the bike. I just turned up at the Northwest and he pissed it down for a week. He's <laughs> like, "You know, you know what the Northwest can be like. It can never, be one or the other." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what to expect, so I got on this BM. Uh, Never even rode the thing. Uh, and I went back over to Ian Bell, Yamaha again. He built as a new bike, though. He built as a better bike. And then we sort of did that. I think I finished, we're a nine from the superbike, I think, the following year. So what was, your, what was your technique of learning the circuit back back in the day? I just rode around the car. That was it? Yeah, I had a 50cc scooter yeah. when I was 16, and I did loads of laps when I was a kid. How comparable is a 50cc scooter to a 1,000cc going down Brayhill? <laughs> it's not <laughs> to the... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I just rode around on my scooter. A few well, when we were sixteen, I had a scooter. You see, so you take scooter over, don't you? When, yeah. And my old mum raced, so I used to ride around doing laps on that. Brilliant. And that's how I learned it from being so, growing up. Did to you, it, you have, see? So you had a rough idea when you got on the bike for oh, the first yeah, time. Yeah. The TT, but, but I, I just said my technology was going for that many years were probably yeah. a, a better than a, most unless you live there. Because I'd been around in the car, various places. I've been. You, 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 it's like when you get around something for so long. You become comfortable around it and yeah. things like that. I think that could be a contributing factor. I just yeah. Well, yeah, that that's the reason I asked the question because again, a lot of people that go to the TT now, they're playing games, they're watching on boards, but you spent it just subconsciously just taking it all in without even yeah, kind exactly. of realizing yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. So it becomes don't get me wrong, I didn't learn all of it, but you learn a good chunk of it. But everyone now is all stressed, aren't they? I'm yeah. gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and let's just ride your bike. Do you think? Do you know what I mean? There's too much talking, isn't there? So <laughs> what point what point did it start getting competitive? You were like, all right, I can I can win something here, I can do something serious here. Uh I, I, when I, I did like 126 for a second time there on a 2012 BM. And like Simon Andrew Simon had just gone to ride for the factory team, the factory honor team. And like the first half a lap before he crashed, I actually beat him. And I was like, oh, I thought, well he's meant to be like some BSB sort of hero at the time, and I I didn't I'd never even been to a BSB race. You know what I mean? I'd never even been. I didn't, I didn't know about it, really. I was like, he's not... If he's doing that, and I did that, I thought... I didn't... I'd, I don't... I mean, honestly, I just... I'd rode my bike. I just got my bike and rode it. I just rode around. I thought, for as long as I was going... I just ride it when I feel comfortable. I thought, I feel comfortable doing this. I just carried on. But that year, the senior were cancelled, which were a bit upset about. Yeah. So I missed my sort of second bite at the Cherry. Yeah. But it is what it is. So first podium in 2013... Yeah, on the super twin again. How, like, how does it feel? Because, like you're saying, you just I'm ride, old. I you forgot just... so many years ago. I've been <laughs> on Edson, so. You just ride your bike. You know. Yeah, I, I was doing like a, I did the southern, I think then, and some. I did that southern Scarborough really. Uh, what I went on my first podium? I think it was a Stuart Smith twin. 
think it was, wasn't it? I can't remember. You tell me, you were riding it. I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> I don't know what it was. No, I'll see Express. No, that's what I won on. That's what you won on, yeah. In that was 14. 14. Yeah. yeah. I remember that's winning right, on yeah. that. All I right. built like myself in Shed. Well, let's talk about it then. So, 2014 first TT win. You go from a podium in 2013, you take a Superstock podium in 2014. Yeah, in 14, I was second in the Superstock, and I won on the Super Twin, yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah. Well, you see, kind of those days, you were pretty much labelled really or spoken about I must say labelled spoken about as a um, a small CC small bike specialist yeah but I just and then very, very, very quickly you yeah. jumped up to be very fast on the big bikes on the thousands yeah but I'd, I'd never ridden one my my thousand CC experience were a Scarborough to Isle of Man and then you know it's not probably until the last year my riding style's changed of hanging off a bike and doing what people do. Mm-hmm. I've got on my bike and you sort of flow through it. The riding style of road racing to short circuit's different. You almost flow through the corners and you're carrying your speed and that's the sort of riding I did with doing road racing. And yeah. then you get... And Momen- that, momentum. Yeah, yeah, your momentum. It's all about momentum, straight line speed. You, know, you sort of learn that. And it just evolves from there. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> I remember in 130 first time in 20... What were you with that? That mean were it fourteen? Yeah, twenty fourteen had to be first hundred and thirty mile an hour lap. That were good. I brought down that grew uh, uh grew Sulby Bridge, put gearbox out of the back, so went down boom, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. I don't know why, it just, just failed you. Yeah. So where are you finding your speed to go from 126, 127, up to hundred and thirty, and then obviously we'll talk about hundred and thirty five later, but like can can you notice the difference in speed? Are you noticing is it the bike? Is it down to you and everything. your track knowledge? It's everything. Like, like yeah. I said a minute ago, it's the team, the bike. <laughs> Uh, the right parts, uh, obviously me learning the track, and uh, this, I, there's, there's not just one factor, I don't think, yeah. at the TT, or even any racing. Uh, whether it sounds, sounds enough like you're, you're managing team now, you're doing things now that people don't realise have a contributing factor to making things, you're putting the cog in, one of the cogs in the... You're just the cherry on top on race day. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Do you know I mean, it sounds enough, yeah. yeah, but then without the rider, no, what happens, does it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Uh, it's it's a bit like that. There's, there's people don't see what goes in. Behind what what, the scenes. what sort of a person are you? You know, back in the in the pit box, you know, because obviously people are very different. Riders, competitors, you know, you demanding things when you're saying about all those little pieces of the puzzle to make uh, to get to get the trophy. You know, do you push for that, or do you, it sounds like you just throw your leg over the bike and ride it and then. That's right. I ride me, but I, I don't ride I, it the best you can. That's right. I, I ride to my best I can on the day with what I've got underneath me. I, I think anyway. I try my best every time you ride your bike, don't you? So you laid back. You come back in. You say this isn't working. That ain't working. It's yeah, not, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I'm and pre- I do understand how a lot of it works. Uh, yeah, I'd like to think I do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I do put my ten pence within a lot and sort of run through things. And I, I stand back a lot and I observe. I, I think I'm a bit of an observer. I like to see what other people are doing, what he's got, what you know what I mean and. And what you've got, and and that's you need that. You think, well, if someone's got X, Y, Z, and you've got A, B, C, you you see the difference, and you think, mm-hmm. well, on today, I can, I think that this is the probably the best I can I can do, and I think that's important to coming back the next day. Yeah, you 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 race the BSB series to keep yourself sharp, and obviously, yeah, you I'm, know, it annoys me that because I'd I want to do better at that because it doesn't matter whether I'm racing a road race or my BSB. It's like at the weekend, you look at the times for I did a fifty-three eight lap record with fifty-three three. But I know it's on his short track. He like Sykes is in the fifty three six. I'm two tenths off what is, and he's not an idiot. And you know that he's in the thing. He's, he's done a bit. He's done a bit. You know <laughs> that he's a sort of bloke. He can go faster, but he's understanding things because yeah. you don't do what he's done if you if you don't 
be methodical about things, I think. You need to think about it a little bit more. Like, I've tried changing my riding style for BSB. I, we've got a good bike, don't get me wrong. We've got a good team, good bike, and everything around me. I'm not on the best bike. Do you mm-hmm. know? And, and I know that. You probably know that. Well, I'm riding the old bike at the weekend I did, but it's not a bad bike. My bike is capable of being there, by all means. But I feel I feel like I've got more to come from myself at that. But it's just, you're almost, oh, you just do a bit of this for that. And you're like, I did my first season last year, and... It didn't go to planned as I'd like it to be fair. So I've sort of did a lot did I've done a lot of training through winter and I sort of right, went to the weekend, beat my fastest ever time by over a second round there. And now I didn't feel like I were a million mile away. And then obviously now I've got no fingertips and so <laughs> idiot question. <doesn't it? laughs> so yeah, that's not gonna affect you, is it? I don't even really think about it. Right. Was, my question was, was going to be, obviously with, with riding the British Championship was... I had to get some larger gloves because I'm normally a medium. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm a little bit late. That looks dead funny when he holds his fingers up like that. <laughs> my question was going to be, you know, is there a massive difference between your BSB bike and your Isle of Man TT racing bike? Uh, there's loads of little things that make the big thing. Like I've said before, little things are stronger different bracket north to make the bike do six laps because you know if you went and got a world superbike and set off down braille it'd have it fall to pieces because <laughs> yeah, yeah. not that it's bad it's just not designed to do that yeah so yeah it is a bit and obviously my tt bike is the is the latest latest kawasaki so uh and i do like the kawasaki's every tt when i've had on a kawasaki i think i've got a reasonable relationship with them it'd be nice to win on i'll try another bike at some point but you just it's when it's just the way sort of you get channeled through you racing journey don't you oh yeah you're doing all right on it like, yeah, so yeah exactly really, no the bike's really good enchanted. no the bike's brilliant uh i'm looking forward to alton park to be fair i'm looking forward to tomorrow i just i'm still pissed off about my fingers <laughs> fucking fuming sorry i'm fuming <laughs> <laughs> that's really annoyed me <clears throat> hey it could be worse though. it could be a broken bone oh mate, i don't know i didn't break a bone jesus christ but, it's yeah. a big one yeah well yeah yeah i could have done without it put it that way so <clears throat> in terms of like your tt bike like steve said are you fabricating your because you are an engineer oh, no, 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 you're no, not no. doing anything no, yourself no no, no, no. No, don't get involved. You can't get, get someone else. You, you can't get blamed, then, can you? Oh. I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk 2015 because in 2015, on my notes here, yeah, a blip in your progress. I mean, I'd I'd take what was it 11th in the senior? I think I'd take that any day of the week. But considering where you'd come from, you know, your your, your podiums and your race win, would you consider it a? Um, a tough year, crap year. How, how yeah, was it? Yeah, no. The, the first, the, the Yamaha, the first year the R one came out, wasn't it? And Michael Dunlop doing what he did spoke for itself, didn't mm-hmm. it? Really? I, I did 130 mile an hour, I suppose, which wasn't too bad. The bike's potential, I think, were massive, as it's proven that now, because it hasn't exactly changed a massive amount over the last few years. Mm-hmm. It just needs you need the, like I said before, you need the people around the bike to make the bike work. Yeah. And with the bike being so new, uh, it just everything was happening so slow. You know, and there were a lot of mechanical problems with the bike uh, that hadn't been sort of resolved before getting there. That yeah. were sort of became apparent later on in the season with other other teams and things like that. And it just sort of <clears> kept <throat> holding us back with lack of practice time and loads of little things like that. Really, so just bad year, I suppose. But it's one of them you got to take it on the chin. Not every year is going to be a good one. It's just, that's the racing where exactly. racing goes, isn't it? But then on to 2016, you move into to silicone. Yeah, and you've been there ever since. And You've found your you found your kind of niche, I guess, with with the people around you. You've got everyone you need around you working towards the same goal. Yeah, exactly. And I, do you know, I, I'm that will, I'm lucky. I I can't deny it. I've probably been in a, such a lucky predicament to get, get into the silicone team. And it, they they asked me to 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 ride for them in 2016, which I have, and I've been there ever since. Which I'm almost like part of the furniture now, I suppose. I'm there for the... so for 22. 
Is it purely a name change for the team? Yeah, exactly. Everything's, Everything's, like, everything's exactly the same, same, just a different name. Yeah. That's it. It's the only difference. Yeah. Same owners, manager, people working on the bike almost. It's just Just a different name. sponsor? Yeah. So you're looking forward to 2022 then? Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. Everything we're going well at the weekend, uh, apart from we crash. And then look forward to tomorrow at Alton Park. I look forward to next weekend. Um, yeah, I'm good to go. I'm just taking it all in my stride. I was going to ask you if you're nervous, if you're starting to just... The cogs are starting to tick. Comes and goes. Getting closer. Yeah, it comes and goes. So you do get nervous. Yeah, you do. So yeah. you are human. I think so. Yeah. Last time. How, how soon before the Alaman Titi races does it start to, the pennies start to drop and you start yeah, to think about going down Bray Hill? Probably January. <laughs> 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 yeah, it does. Yeah, no, you, you, you do all the time. Uh, I think. Road, uh, and road is racing... that second part of that question? Is that worse now? You're obviously your reigning CT, uh, senior winner. Yeah, cause you, people do try and put a bit of pressure on you, but I, 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 I try and ignore it. I just think, just, I mean, what will be will be. What I'm still going to try my best with the bike I've got. Mm-hmm. So whether I've got pressure on me or I don't, if I'm still going to do my best, what difference is it going to make? So you just think, yeah, whatever. Do you know, I need to be like that almost because in last place you wanted pressure is the Isle of Man. But yeah, no, I do get nervous. But I think you get different nerves at short circuit racing and road racing. Mm-hmm. It's a different sort of nerve. I say this all the time. I, I think the short circuit nerves, it's almost like you get nervous of the fear of failure. Right. Whereas you go road racing, you get like nervous for the fear of death. Because, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. you, you, you see, I've lost a lot of friends over, over we're doing Irish road racing, no, no, but road racing all the time. Yeah. You're almost in it and you, I, I've lost a lot of good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you almost accept it, don't you? It's just part of, not the job, so I mean, it's part of, it is what, it, what happens, whether yeah. it's, Look at bloody Super Sport 300 racing in the last few years. It's yeah. tragic, but it's, mm-hmm. you almost take it on the chin. So, but obviously, it's more apparent in road racing. So you do, you do get nervous for that. Whereas at short circuit, no, it's not the same nerves. Now, a lot of people say, and I've heard, I've heard various people say in interviews. You know, if you're thinking like like you've just said there, you're thinking about you know, ultimately you could you could die at this place. But if you're not, you're an idiot. Are you? Yeah, I know, but people would say on the interview, as soon as you start thinking like that, you've kind of lost a race or you should give it up. But Mate, how can you not see it? If you if you don't see, if you go to the Isle of Man, right, and in your head you don't see the dangers, mate, you shouldn't even be going. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> how can you not see the dangers yeah. before you get there? It's just silly, isn't it? It's like, it's like signing up to go in the army, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're going in the army, you're yeah. going to go to war, if, in theory. Do you know what I mean? Massive respect for them, yeah. don't get me wrong. But you, you know that before you mm-hmm. go, don't you? Do you know I mean, you know you're not going to go then... I'll scratch back. I don't. It's one of them. I don't know. But do you, do you, do you think about that on the bike? And I suppose yeah, I not really. No, no. From, from from my career, um, obviously I was a lot smoother and silkier than Dean no doubt. as a rider. <laughs> I can only say that. From but um, <laughs> no, but I think you you always think it's going to be somebody else to a certain degree, and it's right. you know uh, that's you, what you, keeps probably, you, going. you probably don't even think that. In all fairness, subconsciously, yeah, it's always going to be somebody else and, and not you. You know, and mm-hmm. see, I can't be doing with all that handshaking before you go off and start and stuff. It's just because you're coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, in your own mindset. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But like you say, you, it's, it's it's an apparent danger of the of the of the course. But but it's it's the negative way. of the sport. Yeah. But here's the yeah, thing: yeah. if if you knew you. Were, like if there was plenty of runoff and there was there was very little dangers to it, would you enjoy it as much as you do? No, but it won't be TT then, would it? Exactly. So yeah. you, you can't. It's hard. You can't envisage that. Yeah. Don't you know I mean? people say people say that all. A lot of people said that to me. And I'm says, well, it won't be a road race, would it? Yeah. So, so talking of that, again, I've heard. I think I've heard you say this, and, and and a few people have said it before in the past. You only ride the TT at ninety ninety percent. That's like a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, there you go. That's that's the answer that's to that. Because somebody just do ninety five and win all time. Everyone tries the best with what they've got on the day. Yeah, but but, but but watching you, what I'm saying is watching you, and we've seen those those famous slow mos of you when the bike's just out of shape. You're not riding at ninety percent. You're not riding. Right, at nobody's. 95%. I don't care. I don't. Steve won't ride. None of us are riding at ninety percent. Everyone tries the best on the day, and that's it. Yeah. And if your best isn't good enough, you're going to finish second. Or maybe third, fourth, fifth. This is what, do you know what I mean? Cause, yeah. But you need everyone, don't you? Whether you're the man at the back or the man at the front, I've got the same respect for the man at the back at the front because you're still having a go. Oh, absolutely. I and mean, riding to the best of your capability, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, that, that's what people don't realise in <clears throat> racing. It's like, uh, whether it's base B, road race, anything, without the other people on the grid, there's no grid, there's no race. Yeah, yeah. You need, you need that spread of people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I respect every and each one of them. Yeah, and like you because say, Because I've been there. yeah. I've been there and finished twentieth, and to all these places in in various races, and you think, well, then next mate in a year's time, two's time, oh, you're tenth now. But then now I've got, I've gained more respect because I'm tenth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what happened to two years ago when I was twentieth and no one cared? You're still trying just as hard with what you've got. Oh yeah. Well, I think that I, I don't um, know. I think in the I think in the TT, everybody respects what the riders yeah. do, whether they're getting paid for it at the front or they're at the back and they're just having a go. I think it's. Um, I think your hardcore fan base, one hundred percent, they do. Yeah, of yeah. they do. There's but more respect, there's... I think, at the road racing for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and think... There are some people, I think, riding at ninety, ninety-five percent because, like we're talking about safety. I think if something's not quite right, you you ride to the level of what you're riding as well to a certain degree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You won't yeah. ride through it almost. Yeah, but if everything's tipped yeah. up and you're confident and you're feeling good, you're on the like pipe. the boys at the front, then you're on it. So let's talk TT. We've got to talk 2018. One of the one of the Biggest, best races ever. How was it to be involved in that? Yeah, it's nice, isn't it, really? It's always been involved. It's never going to be taken away, I suppose, the, the race. But, no, yeah, nice for me, I suppose. It's unfortunate we didn't win, but... Did you know you were... Did you know you were um, I don't want to say making history, but did you know that it was what it was while you were in it? No, you don't realise, do you? You just, were just You're bang. engrossed in your race and you've got your head down, you're racing yeah. through and that's it, really, yeah. Did you feel at any point that you could have you could have won it, or did you know that where Hickey was faster that you just couldn't step no, up to that mark? You, you never know. You got back markers in places. I got back markers in places. Like in one of my sects, I lost four seconds from one of my slowest sectors in in one sector. Yeah, but you can't be mad at the back marker, can you? Because it might be his first time. Then he's learning where he's going. Yeah, I've been there and done that, so you, you can't be an hypocrite. Yeah, you just have to accept. It's accept that's, it and move on. That's don't part you? of the race. Yeah, we fight another day and we'll keep going. Well, then, twenty nineteen. Yeah, you won again. Yeah, exactly. You won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, outright pace wasn't there in nineteen, uh, but well, then again, the weather wasn't the best. One hundred and thirty-fours, I suppose. So pace mm-hmm. were good, but it just have another go this year. So, what do you think for this year? Do you... Do you know, no, the bike's good. I'm hoping I'm the new bike now will be a bit be a bit better. But the BMW, I think, was it two generations on, or the Kawasaki's one down. I don't. It's been that many three years since we've been there, haven't we? Well, yeah. We need to get. I need to go learn the track. And I went round there two weeks ago, and I thought oh, I'll do some laps, but I couldn't because I haven't track was shut. So I'm anywhere they were surfacing here, surfacing there. So I'm back over again Friday to the Isle of Man. So hopefully I might get a lap in. So what do you think about the um, the hiatus of it? Do you think everyone's going to go there? Because we spoke to Hickey on one of the earlier podcasts. He says everyone's going to be there. They're going to be on the pipe from night one. Do you think that that's going to be the case, or do you think it's just going to take a few? No, I think I, I hope people are really. I hope people sort of take it in the stride and you know be a bit patient build with up. it. Yeah, build up, honestly, yeah. you don't realize road racing is dangerous. You need you need to build up to it, and whether you're at the front or the back. Because yeah. like I said, if you're still trying your best, you're trying your best at the pace you're at. So I, I'm hoping people will go there and they'll have a lot of respect for the place and they'll just take it in the stride a bit, learn where the new tarmac is, learn where it's good and bad, and just let it come back to them slowly. You've got a week of practice at the end of the day. Is that the way you're going to do it? 
yeah, I think that's the way you should do it. Yeah. yeah two, two, two things for you. Obviously, your last lap around the, uh, the classic TT19. Yep. You had a bit of a clout. Yeah, I clipped a bank going into Ballig Bridge. Uh, so I turned on a little 250, and I'm, it was lack of experience in a 250 on my department, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But I turned a bit, I sort of went in, sort of, it was like a bit of a dip, and it sort of bike got, went sideways a bit, came back to me, and I just clipped me, I clipped me back on the wall and just broke some ribs, but not ideal. <laughs> and the other thing, obviously, for, for 22, yep. um, same bike, same team, or new bike, with the same team, same manufacturer, mm-hmm. but different tyres. Yeah, we've switched to Dunlop. Uh, I've used them before, though. My first, you... first in 2011, 12, I were always on Dunlops. So I've used them before. I've raced, the last time I went to Scarborough on them, I raced them there, and we brought that record on them. So I've... Is that the reason for changing, or what? what's your main reason? No, it were a t- it's sort of a bit of a team thing, really. So let's try something new, and uh, if you look at the results of the top 10 and all the winnings in the last few years, it's always... The majority of people on Dunlop. What did yeah. you think? You've probably got more experience than me. Yeah, for me, you know, obviously they've got a massive um, winning record around around the Isle of Man, but so is Michelin. You know, um, you can't get any Michelin. The not proper things now. No, I, I I think Michelin are really good tyres. I've used. There's no bad tyres, is there? Really, I don't think any of them are bad. Exactly, uh, they're all good, and it, yeah, it depends are, yeah. on the individual what yeah. what they like. It's what the support you've got. Yeah, but okay. it's funny the Michelin tyre. Jamie Hamilton, he used to use Michelin's when he rode for Farquhar, and uh, I know he switched the Dunlop and didn't really make much of a difference. So it proves how good the Michelin tyre tire was. But the Dunlop's a brilliant tyre; they're all they're all good in their own ways. And I think uh, temperature and weather make a big difference, and and how you set your bike up to do, try and get the the best out of them. I think the the Dunlops for me when I test them, it's, it's the drive grip that seems to be the, the biggest sort of step forward of them. Uh, the front tyre, I, I, I think the Pirelli is a very good front tyre. Or the Metzler, whatever yeah. you want to call it, same tyre, isn't it? Uh, so I just think it could it, that could help. Is is there that much of a difference? I mean, like you know, I've done a little bit of racing, but you could stick anything on. You could just, with an engine, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> you could stick anything on a used tyre that's been in the shed for ten years, and I wouldn't notice the difference between that and a brand new slick. Like when you go, especially at road racing, do you notice the difference? Oh yeah. So if I chucked a a, a tyre on blind, you could. Could you tell what tyre it is? Or you, you could tell the difference between you, you, two tyres? You, you could tell if you had a set of Pirellis in you. You'd really? Be, yeah, you'd be, you'd, be, you'd be moving you. All right. You'd definitely be moving. <laughs> <laughs> very, very different. Very different. All the manufacturers, really. They're different. Yeah, they turn differently. Yeah. It's just rubber, Some of them are more nervous. No, they're all different profiles. Right. There's loads of little different things that are different on them. Some of them are more nervous than others. Uh, some of them take a bit longer to come to than others. Some last longer. Some... Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Some will give grip, like like what happened with, with a Dunlop. The, the door, the door get affected if you have a heat cycle through them, for example. Nowhere near as much. You could come in and go back out, and the tire will still be as consistent as it was the oh, first so time it, you went out. If it, it heats up, cools down, and then heats yeah. back up again. Yeah, exactly. It can affect Whereas different tires. other manufacturers, if you go out and you bang six laps in a tire, come in, then go back out. It's at its best. You're gonna know about it, and, that, and that's it. Yeah, you do. You. Yeah. Oh wow! Hugely different. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Blooming out. So let's talk um, predictions for TT2022. There's one trophy missing from your trophy cabinet. What's that? Sidecar? W- Not right Sorry, one. two. A, a Superstop win. All right, yeah. Does that play in your mind? Do you think I want to go there and, and win that? Or? Uh, yeah, it'd be lovely to win the Superstop race. I've been second a few times, and the news at X10 is really good. Mm-hmm. I've rolled, I, I rode the new stock bike at Snetterton last week, or a few weeks ago, 
And compared to the 19 bike, the one that I rode last, is massive step forward. Just on power delivery, RPMs higher. It, just, it was just general, all in all, a nicer bike to ride. So I'm actually looking forward to riding that. It was easier to ride as well. And 1,000cc bikes are hard at the best of times, but no, it was lovely. So, yeah. That's, but there's no monkey on your bike thinking, I've got all these wins, I, I want I want this one. No. You can't so, want, and you want, want and need are two different things, aren't they? <laughs> Just tell us the difference between the two. Obviously, it's the same bike predominantly, but the Superstock's more of a road bike. What's the difference in Compared to riding? Bike? Yeah, riding oh. it around, around the TT course. Well, you've gone from kit to Mortec. You know the difference in that. that that's quite in the raw power aspect. Of electronics, things. yeah. Yeah, so, that's the biggest so thing. No tell, electronics. Tell me, tell me there, Dean. What's what is the difference in those electronics? Well, your stock has got you got traction, anti wheeling, all them sort of things. But it's fair. I turn it all off. I turn all of it off. I don't really run any electronics. Uh, oh, really? Even my superbike, you're not allowed electronics. Obviously, because I've run BSB spec, so I just run nothing. Just have it on your hand. and You just ride your bike. But it's like uh, obviously the, the tires. I think are the biggest thing at the minute. The thing. With your superbike, you've got a 125 front and a 200 rear. But the treads are all 120 fronts, and the rear's slightly a narrower track, regardless if it's a Dunlop or a, or a Pirelli. And it just makes the bike so much more nimble on a stock bike. Yeah. Therefore, it just makes it easier to ride. Direction changes are easier. Yeah. Do you know, just there's loads of little things that just make life easier. The power's softer, the throttle opening's slightly softer, so it takes less out of you as a rider. You, you know, yeah. there's things like that. Uh, you, your brakes aren't quite as good. It's still good, but they're not, not quite on point, so you don't have as much braking force into a corner. Yeah. The, 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 there's lo- things like that. There's loads of little things that add up at the end of it to a big thing. So how physically demanding is, is the TT? We don't, we've spoke about it a few times to a couple of riders, but we've not really touched on it with everyone. How Yeah, how physically demanding is it to do More six mentally. laps? Really? Yeah, you get mentally. It gives you. You get. It's, it's mentally. And don't get me wrong. It's by all means not yeah. easy. It's, it's physically, massively, physically demanding. But a lot of it, a lot of it is mentally demanding because you concentrate for so long. I, I, I find. But that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Concentrating so hard for such a long time without. Yeah, you that. are. Yeah, you're, to, to keep yeah. yourself safe as well as oh, as well as sure, to be yeah. fast and try and win. It's to keep you safe as well. You know, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but it, again, it's like that that physical difference between riding a, a lightweight bike and you're not getting off it physically tired. Is it still as mentally challenging to do that? Or yeah, Definitely. Is Even it? in a 600, you concentrate so to, like, to get the... For example, you ride so hard. Like, I've 129 on my 600, and to do fast speeds in a 600, you've got to ride it so hard just to right. get the point to point. And you're looking always next bit, next bit, and you're thinking, trying to think ahead of the game all the time, mm-hmm. and that's a mental thing. Yeah. Physically wise, the 600 is easier to ride. It's lighter, it's easy, it's not as fast. You get more rest time down the straights. But mentally wise, you, you, it's just as hard because you're trying to get every last little bit out of it. So, so in terms of like m- mentality with the superbike and superstock, it's not because it's a fast bike and it's it's terrifying you. It's just because you're thinking this point, this point, that point, yeah, here, there. Yeah, but each bike's slightly different, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the superbike, obviously, the superbike's the quickest bike out there, and the power's a bit more aggressive and. It moves around maybe a problem. No, the stocker moved around quite a bit to fair because it's a bit softer and yeah, yeah, yeah. Stocker's easier yeah, is, physically yeah. to ride and to, more to change direction, yeah. especially at speed. That's what Miller like, tire sizes. The throttle open. Yeah. So yeah. what's the difference in tire sizes? It's like smaller on the stock bike, right. so it makes it more nimble. Therefore, it's easier to change, yeah, yeah, yeah. change direction. Amazing. So then sidecars after that, right? You go in sidecar twenty. Is this an exclusive twenty twenty three? No, it won't be twenty three. I won't say. If so and is this when, so? Is this do. going to be? Uh, 
obviously you got to win a win a superstock race for, for that'd be nice for yeah. Chris and I this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so then you after, after that, pay. you're gonna jump on board uh, one of your dad's old sidecars, one of Comrade's old uh, wagons, and with your brother and out do the virtuals. Uh, no, I, want, I I don't have my brother on soundboard. <laughs> I don't trust him. No, I don't want to kill us both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve's pretty handy. You've been a good passenger size to be yeah. fair. Have you ever passengered? I have. I did, I did, I did a lap with uh, Ben around the CT. Yeah. yeah. Not at full chat, not at race, but. Yeah, but still, yeah. Fast lap. Fast, no. I think it's it's, it's harder than you think. I'll bet. I was drained. Obviously, they, they do three laps without stopping. Yeah. Um, I was drained after one lap. Probably because I was nervous and hanging on, on to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. I wrote it's like, mate, honestly, it's harder than you think. But it's technique. It's about technique, when to move and things like that. But no, I don't want a passenger, but driving it, I would. But I'm not, you never say never. I'm not saying I'm definitely good or I'm definitely not, but it'd be nice. Is it, here's a question for you, a bit of trivia. Has anyone ever won every single race at the TT? No. Solos, Uchi. Uh, but then gone on to cycle. No, no, no. 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 Even, over, even over spread over, you know, X amount of years, has anyone ever gone sidecars, won that? Gone to two wheels, won everything there. Uh, yeah, the will a bit. I know Dave Savile, he, he might have won the Manx, though. I think that was the Manx, Savile, yeah. I yeah. Think Savile won the Manx, didn't That's it? a good question. I don't, I can't answer that. Do you know okay, what? There's though. some there's some TT buff right now going, yes. The, yeah, the will what, be. Yeah, one man, so Phil Wayne, he will be. <laughs> yeah, he will know. He'll be jumping that, yeah. up and down. Yeah. He, does, uh, <laughs> he does a lot of the prep for us, actually. But yeah, good good guy, and he will know, and he'll be shouting. Shall we, um, shall we wrap it up, Steve? Yep, right. We've got uh, I've got ten quick fire questions for you. Yep, sorry. Um now pretty much the answer for these is one or the other. Nothing else. There's no explanation, nothing. Okay. Fire so, away. Lager or bitter? <sighs> bitter. Pineapple or no pineapple on a pizza? Pineapple. Good lad. Super stock or super bike? Super bike. Another senior TT win or a super stock win? Senior TT win. Trials or enduro? Enduro. Bradford or Isle of Man? That that's a, such an open question though. To live there or to what there? One or the sense. other. Uh, Isle of Man. TT Pillion Ride with Lee Johnston or Pete Hickman? <laughs> uh, Lee Johnston. Glen Helen to Balaf or Ginger Hall to Ramsey? Ginger Hall at Ramsey. Superbike or a sidecar TT win? Superbike. Getting married or the outright TT lap record? The outright TT lap record. Get in there. (laughs) (laughs) He's not getting married now anyway, is he? (laughs) (laughs) After that. (laughs) Dean, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Hopefully we'll be buying that pint in Douglas when you take that Superstock win. We're only a few days, literally a few days away now from the TT, so best of luck. Cheers, thank you very much. Good luck, mate. Cheers, thanks. This has been episode 11 of the TT Podcast. If you've enjoyed it, then please hit that subscribe button and leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. But that's it for now. It's been a long, long three years, but the Isle of Man TT races return this weekend with first qualifying scheduled for Sunday the 29th of May. I cannot wait. There will be a short break from these interviews while TT 2022 takes place, but we have big plans for the fortnight, so keep your eyes peeled to the podcast feed for an announcement on that soon. Until then, 
Don't forget that you can check out all the latest TT news and features over at iomttracers.com. And be sure to check us out on all the usual socials. We are at TT Racers Official. Thanks for listening. Cheers, Steve. Cheers, buddy.